What's up, guys? Welcome to another Stretch Geese podcast. My name is Manuel. His name is George. And uh, it's been a while since our last uh, our last uh, visit, I guess you can say. Our last conversation. Yes. And uh, where we went all over the damn place in over two and a half hours worth of material that we cut into two episodes. And um, I guess... Uh, we decided to go a little more structured, so I wrote three show maps. So we're going to try to do three. So we'll try. We'll do our best. But before we do, I have to say that the biggest reason for the absence has to do with the worst weight loss plan on the planet is when you get to uh, shit everywhere and vomit everywhere. And uh, I lost about ten pounds or so, and and it sucked. And I got yellowing in the eyes. I got some blood, uh, pimple, pops, whatever the fuck you want to call it, across the forehead from straining so hard on the vomit. But I'm good. I survived it. And uh, we were able to get together on, you know, knock all this out. Without further ado, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. You working, you working harder than, than anybody else? You know, I think I work hard. I'm trying not to work hard, but that never, you know... Oh, that shit just that, that shit never works, huh? No, it never pans out. I do have a story before we start, though. This is uh, oh shit, it's gonna get serious. <laughs> All right, so oh, and before we do, I will work on my intros. I know I they change every fucking. I will get one that's. What's wrong with the intro? I change every every time I do this. It ends up being different every time, and that's just me. I will get something solid, and it will be ready. I just, you know, go ahead. <laughs> Okay then. No, so uh, all right. So I'm um, today had a few do a few little things. I had a uh, had to meet a guy. I was coming out to the shop for some stuff. First, I had to drop Christine off at her friend's for her birth. You know, her friend's birthday. But anyway, come to realize, get to the shop, meet the guy. He's buying some items, whatever. Get back in the car, and I had Christine's car. So the key fob I had that has a battery somehow is no longer in sync with the car. So when I turn the car off. I can no longer start the engine. So here I am sitting in the parking lot trying to get this car on. Volkswagen Eos, whatever. So I'm like, well, you know, hey, we got phones. We could figure this out. So I look up resyncing key for a Volkswagen Eos. Right. For some reason, every other fucking car that Volkswagen came up, came up in YouTube videos and in instruction, except for this Volkswagen Eos. Come to find out, everybody was saying, oh, yeah, you just, you know, after change the battery, you hit the unlock button, you got to manually unlock the door, and you're good. Okay. So, you know, being as keyless entry, you got to pop a little tab to get to the actual, you know, physical key slot in the door. Do that. Follow instructions. Still can't start the engine. Okay, great. Then there's another guy who goes, well, you do that, and then you got to get in within one minute, and then stick the key in the ignition and turn it. And um, awesome instruction, except this is a push start. There is no fucking ignition key. That sounds like a dipshit. Okay, so here I am. I keep going, trying to figure this out. Finally, 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 after... And, and here's the thing. Just This goes to everything that can and will in how these algorithms... I don't know. Maybe they're out to get us. After the last podcast, we're on the on the list now. You heard about that, right? The blacklist? <laughs> There's a blacklist for Oh, yeah. For probably shit blacklist talking? this already. There's a blacklist for shit talking. I'm well, sorry. Well, they knew uh, it was my phone looking up this information. I said, fuck this dude. He's going to sit in the parking lot, right? <laughs> so here I am, sitting in the parking lot. The very last video, I'm talking about, you know, 200 pages in, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, oh, so don't worry, if there's an issue, not a problem. So apparently there's a chip on the end of these key fobs, whether the battery's working or not, that you kind of press up against the push start, and then it tells the car, oh, driver present with key fob, it's just not, has a battery or whatever. Then all of a sudden it turns on. So here I'm fumbling in the fucking parking lot for almost an hour. Sound, uh, Doing a simple Google search on something that should have came up right away, but because now that I'm blacklisted, apparently, it didn't come up. It sounds like you should just push that car in the river, to be honest. You Fucking, know, if it's that hard to get in the car, anyway, you well, should throw it away. That's that's the thing. It's it's why 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 would vital information to an owner of a vehicle that would probably need something that could leave you stranded not be readily available? And why would I, I go ahead and put it in the search engine? I fucking it, bet you it's in the instructions. <laughs> so you're supposed to have a manual, correct? Yes. Well, in this particular car, for some reason, I have a quick start manual, but no full manual. Hey, you know what? Key, now, it did tell me those, how to assign oh. certain assignments 
certain uh-huh. things I want to do to a button. Yeah. As in, if I press the unlock, it'll turn on your stereo, put your heated seat, whatever you want to do, right? All, all the sequences. But nothing about how to resync a key that is no longer synced. Interesting. Anyway, I got home. We figured it out, or I figured it out, got home. But super annoying. So uh-huh. that's my... um. Yeah. That that's your that's your your shit of the week. I got my shit of the day. That's, that's that's my share. That's, that's your shit share. of the week. That's I, my share. I, I, well, I I'm not gonna say it's my only one, but just thought I'd bring that up. You know what? If you own a Kia, as I happen to, the newer Kias don't have tires. What? They don't have tires in them. What do you mean they don't have tires? Oh, no spares. No spares. Yeah, what, what's that bullshit, by the There's way? There's no spares in these fucking... I got... Okay, we... You got to buy the spare? We got the Kia Nero. <laughs> we got the Kia... <laughs> fuck This fucking Kia Nero. Bless bless your heart. She loves the car. Awesome. I would never have... <laughs> I wouldn't have done such a... Not such, your bag, huh? No. <laughs> Driving home, I hear air flying out of the tire. So, and it tells me I'm losing air. Get into the driveway. It's flat as a pancake. I open the fucking back to get, you know, the standard shit. A spare tire? A spare. A jack. Yeah. uh, A lug nut thingy. Well, you didn't have anything. No lug nut. A lug nut. No roadside kit. Hold on. Lug nut thingy. So that way I can change the tire and then I can take the tire to get fixed. Yeah. I open the trunk. Nothing. There's a pump in the fucking thing and a little pipe with a circle on the end. Now. What's the pump for? It's got goo in it. It's an, it's, it, oh. it fills the tire with goo, but it'll only give you six miles before it snaps. What in the fuck? Wait, so instead of a spare tire, <laughs> they give you something that just spits slime into the tire? Yes, and then it'll fill it with air at the same time. So then, interesting. After you get that shit done, six miles is all you get before it starts to flatten out. What's the point of that? It's it makes you call them. It makes you deal with them directly. It's a money ploy. Is it a conspiracy? It's called. Sounds like that was properly fucking planned. It's called wow bananas because never after you do that after the total failure there and you also open the top part and you realize you got no fucking jack you you look in the book what's this pipe for and it tells you it's to unscrew this cap on the front of the car and then you screw that thing in so you can tow it home Uh, hold on (laughs) so the only thing that does is give you access to the tow hook yes so you can tow it home that's all that little doohickey is for in the Kia Nero that's some well thought out safety conveniences yes so if you're stuck on the side we won't leave you stranded for long <laughs> if you're st- <laughs> if you're stuck on the side of the road you all you have the tow option and the six miles of goo that's it so and you're done you're, you're, you're footing it right and you're done and you're just paying your own tow at this point what fucking engineer thought that out so, so some bean it's counter at cost- the top definitely came <laughs> say you know what well, it, it's a cost saving measure we need a little more profit in this bitch yes and yeah. then not now we're not even done because I actually said fuck all this I'm buying a tire for this Kia. <laughs> you should. I bought the floor jack because I was like, I'm, I don't. I'm Question: tired. Did they actually have? No tires are tires. I got the size. Yeah, yeah, but does it have this a compartment is... to fit one? Like in the yeah, car? Yeah, it's it... deep enough to drop a tire. Okay, in hold on. So they did go and design that, but they yeah. wouldn't give you a spare tire. <laughs> no. You bought this new? It is a new car. Brand new car Fre- with no fresh out of the box. What the hell? Now, I learned something else about the rim, and the brakes. Yeah. The rim. Of an of any Kia, or any just standard rim won't fit that specific Kia. You have to get the rim that has the groove in it to fit the brake pad. There's a pad, the brake pad, and it has the the bolt that goes through it. The there's a there's a groove there, and it fits into there perfectly with the rim that that they they make for it. So you have to actually buy that specific rim. Okay. You cannot have a standard rim or just try to save money. You have to buy that rim. Got it. More money for them. So it would cost me 300 and something dollars for this fucking rim because it's especially, you know. Wow. So don't buy a Kia Nero for anybody at home that wants a new car. Please don't. That's my shit of the week. Well, should have fucking bought American. 
Hey, 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 hey. I'm just kidding. I was driving a German you, vehicle. You were driving a German <laughs> Volkswagen with a fucking and, mysterious and, and, key. And it's a good car and all that. And and you know the key fob thing I brought because it's not not specific to that vehicle, for example, because a lot of keyless, that's how it is. But what I did find interesting, and the bigger thing that I was I took away from that is I didn't know there was a chip in the end of the fob that regards if it doesn't work, it will still allow you to start. So anyone who isn't in that situation and is frustrated, instead of calling a tow truck, try that out. Take the end of the key fob, touch the push button, should allow you to go ahead and start the engine. Well, kids, Unless you, you drive a Kia, then you're fucked. I don't know. Well, it don't matter if you had the key or not. No tire. You fucking you can't go. You're just stuck. Now it's time to open my talking juice. Now, oh, after, after that amazing sound, <laughs> after that amazing sound, we're going to dive into our discussions. <sighs> we're going to talk about the worst fucking GM in history, Joe Biden. And then we're going to try to tackle if money makes you happy. Um, I did some research because I was told I have to have something to back up my... Yeah, man, you need to get your shit together, basically. My nonsense. So uh, <laughs> I was told that, uh, that, that that somehow makes you more credible. So after going through about one, two, three, four, five, six... But did you cite your sources? Yeah, so I did. I did, you fuck. There's mm. eight. There's about nine of them on the back page mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. on this Were these cross-referenced and checked by a third party? I you gave me ninety minutes, you bitch. <laughs> you gave me ninety minutes. You gave me a call and you said I'm coming down after eleven. We're gonna knock out three of these, and you got ninety minutes. All right. So fair enough. If you don't like it, you fuck. <laughs> you can bring your own bullshit. Anyway. All right. I'm so just here to criticize. Okay. That, that's your job. Yeah, I got it. That's why I got this nervous tick in the intros because I don't know if I'm gonna get fucking shot in the face with something. Oh, you'll know. Oh, apparently. Okay, Joe Biden has uh, has done something really silly and retarded. Do tell. He uh, now Brittany Griner is a a basketball player. Man or woman doesn't matter. Oh, basketball player. Got caught with drug paraphernalia at the Russian airport, where in Russia, drugs are bad and they carry heavy sentences of ten years or more. She got nine, and I think it's because she's a basketball player of value to Vladimir Putin, I'm assuming, because he was able to somehow sucker the empty-headed fucking Mr. Magoo with acquiring the Merchant of Death. And for those that don't know, Mr. Magoo is referring to... Um, an abs- an absent-minded, absent-minded fucking moron that just bumps into shit. Joe Biden. Okay, we gave up... A guy that's been in prison for almost 10 years. A guy that trafficked m- weapons. They made uh, movies about this guy. And they made Lord of War Lord with of Nicolas War. Cage. Amazing movie, great entertainment, but... the If you... I mean, this dude... The guy is real. This fucking dude has so much Russian secrets in his head. Sold a ton of money, uh, of weapons for cash. Started a lot of wars. Killed millions of people, you know, if you add it all up. And we said, please give us the free throw shooter. Please give us the fucking three-point shooter. Well, I don't even think she makes three-pointers. But I would I was gonna play you guys. Well, a, no, no, no. So so here's here's, here's I was the other gonna part. play a clip of Joe Biden, well, but it might be incoherent. <laughs> fucking moron. It's always incoherent. Who uh, uh, anyway. Um so the other part of that story isn't just that they willingly gave the so called merchant of death. Yes. In trade for this WNBA player, um, Brittany Griner. They did that instead of also on the table was trading for an ex, was he an ex-Marine? Um, um, I forget which branch of service, but basically he's he an, served. He's an ex-Marine. Uh, for, he served the American country. Uh, he fought. He did everything he had to do. There was an opportunity to bring him back as well. And the administration decided, eh, fuck them. We'll take this WNBA star, which, by the way, I don't remember why she was in Russia in the first place. Was it? Uh, uh, she was going to, she, she, it was the off season. Yeah. So she had a contract to play for a, a Russian, okay. I believe a Russian basketball league. So she yeah, was landing like, to, to okay, play. Yeah. Okay, I'm remembering. So so my thing with, 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 the, with her situation was, 
She knew damn well where she was going, and you gotta, you gotta know. I mean, you got. You, I'm not even gonna assume she knew. She knew because I'm sure the stuff's very well explained that she shouldn't have any drugs. She wanted to test the waters. Other thing that she did, unlike the other individual, I don't even know. Let's look him up. Why did I forget his name? Uh, it's it's um, Wel Wellham Wellham. Ah, I shouldn't. Have, I feel bad you for forgetting know. his name. I know I should know. I really should. But where I'm going with this is, she openly openly uh stated how bad america is pretty much fuck america yeah all, she, all this, she didn't want the national anthem she, she didn't want the national the anthem i think she even said that she was uh going to denounce citizenship or something like that i don't know if that's true i don't remember the original story paul oh. whalen yeah okay but sh she basically went out of her way to say fuck america then when she gets arrested for doing something stupid she knew she shouldn't have done because she had full knowledge of what where she was going and what the consequences would have been then All of a sudden, she's crying for America to save her. Yeah. The company that the, the country she said that she didn't want to have anything to do with, that we're we're just the worst horrible place in the world. Fuck America, and we go ahead and give the merchant of death for this fucking bitch, when we also could have traded for someone who served in the military to protect this country, and basically was abandoned and can't get back home. How, that I think that was the bigger issue people had a problem with. Well, Not yeah. saying that we shouldn't have broader here, but well, I'm talking about just straight given, trade. Yeah, you, you, you size up that trade, you throw it in the garbage. Well, yeah, <laughs> I understand where you come from, but what I'm trying to say is between the two individuals, between the two fucking individuals that we're talking about, well, Merchant of Death anyway should never have been fucking released to the Russian government for. Either of those two people. That's just my take, even though it sucks for me to say that. But that made no sense in and of itself that we would even, even, uh, I mean, consider that, right? And then the other thing is we say, oh, fuck this, you know, ex-military guy that served for, you know, X amount of years and fought many wars. We'll just take this WNBA star. Now, the administration, this is even better, said that, well, you know, she was a woman and person of color. And, then and they, they in the, deserve. They threw in the alphabet too, L V I and whatever. Yeah. So because of that, that person was more valuable than the ex-military person that is stuck, can't get back home. And then she was so valuable that we gave the merchant of death. It was death a fucking PR stunt. Dude. Back to fucking Russia. It was a big fat PR stunt, <sighs> just to appeal to an entire base that. But who isn't are they? Even who are they appealing to? Because. The LG, as far as I that, saw, that small point oh whatever percentage of yeah, three, LGPs the three percent, right? Yeah, yeah, three yeah. percent. Okay, but as far as I knew, when I saw the news reports on this and and social media, most everybody was pretty pissed off about this. Yeah, because you, everyone agreed she deserved to come back, but not under those circumstances. No, you you got now. And did she got, ever you, come back and apologize for saying fuck oh, the U.S.? I and I don't know. I, she hasn't. I don't. I, I haven't, haven't heard a damn peep. Well, I haven't read that she's landed yet. Does she love America now? She probably does. All of a sudden? Yeah. Yeah, the gulag sucks, right? <laughs> the labor camps are Fucking a bitch. Fucking Russia, right? Oh, yeah, the labor camps are a bitch. Okay. By the way, nothing against the Russian Anthony people. Blinken We're just saying the Russian government. Anthony Blinken needs to be set on fire, too. This fucking dude. You're in charge of this. You're one of the, the heads of this negotiation. And it's, I want the, the guy that runs guns and is a ba basically a terrorist and has killed or has been... A part of killing millions. And it's like, that's what I want. It's like, okay, I want Brittany Griner. I want Paul Willen. No, just Brittany. It's like, no, no, no. If I'm giving you my... I got all the leverage here. I've got what you want. Then why don't you fucking give me... You can give me the free throw shooter, but I want the military guy, and I want the other guy with the back problems that's over there in a labor camp without his, without his uh, medication. And two you more, give me and all two more three. trades to be named later. All three. Oh, I'm dead serious. <laughs> you don't sit there going, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Give me the free throw shooter. I'll give you a terrorist and we'll call it. Either. Yeah, you and I do it's not about, disagree. And here's the thing. Most of America don't fucking disagree on it's this. It's about as shitty as as that Obama trade where he gave five terrorists for yeah, a fucking military I deserter. That. I remember that. A military Horrible. deserter. It's like, let, let, let's release these guys into the Middle East to cause harm. Well, I hope you hand me a military deserter. Little miss, misses, he, it, whatever, Griner, finally apologizes for the way she acted and how she basically said the USA is fucking shit. And 
I don't want to be a part of this country anymore and whatever. But all of a sudden, she was reaching out and crying once she was in a Russian gulag, right? So I mean, let's be fair. Who's in that war room? They all need to be slapped. They all need to be slapped, absolutely. Slapped hard. You're all fucking retarded. I hope she I hope so, she has a greater appreciation and doesn't get up there and, and kneel for the anthem or demand it not be played or whatever the fuck it is she complains about all the time. That's all. Fucking retard. Yeah, I mean, did she deserve to come back? That's the question. Uh, do we want to leave anyone behind? Our U.S. policy is no. But we did we in did. Afghanistan. We, and, we, I was, and we killed 10. I was just going to get to that. You're right. Afghanistan left how many people behind? Thousands. Thousands behind. And we killed Thousands tw- of what, our a dozen Marines. People. We killed a dozen Marines yes. trying to get off the fucking tarmac. Yep. And then we take this fucking dumb cunt Duh. over <laughs> someone who served... <laughs> And protected the Even nation. He, okay, he served was, and protected the nation that she was against, and publicly stated she was against. But he was, until she got arrested. I, but in a foreign land, the, some will say he was. He, some will say he was dishonorably discharged for conduct. Some will say that. Okay, well, conduct is one thing, but did but, he <laughs> did he sell fucking secrets to the Russians? Did 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 this guy go out of his way to denounce America and say how shitty America is and I don't want to be a part of it anymore? And Unclear. I don't want my fucking citizenship. Unclear. He's been in jail for a while. I, I don't know if he said anything in there like that, but still. Well, I'm not talking about what they said inside. I'm sure she, <laughs> shed a lot, she, she said a lot of stuff inside, too. Yeah. But she publicly, publicly, in the media, stated these things. Yeah. she's All right. You know what I say? I'm glad she's back, but fuck her. I'll tell you what, she got she she got a save. She got her get out of jail free card right here. She wasn't worth the cost of the trade, I don't believe. I no, really don't. She wasn't. But I would say if she fucks up again and mouse off, fuck that cunt. You and know it, what? And Sorry. If she gets caught again, I'm sure she'll stay longer. You know what? If she does it again, honestly, I don't fuck think she, off. Honestly, if it happens again, she just deserves it. But that's the thing I don't get. You've you you're playing in a Russian league. You've landed in Russia before. You've been in there for several years. That's exactly what I was. And the off season. That's exactly what I was saying. She is, knows. You know not to bring any kind of drugs. Absolutely. Vape, chemical doesn't fucking matter. Well, and 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 to go a little further on like, that, it's I, not it's not just that she broke the law doing that. She broke the law doing that as well. We can argue if she was or not an American. Of course. They're going to go either way to prove the point or, you know, make an example of her. But at the same time, I just remember she talked shit about America, talked about how racist we were, how she didn't want, she was going to renounce her citizenship, all this shit. Then she gets arrested and all of a sudden, oh, I need my, I need your help. Please, please, please get me out. Well, I thought you were fine without us. Well, they all, they all, they all trash it until they get in trouble. Until they get hit with reality. Yeah. All of a sudden ain't so bad, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Until you're stuck in a... So big ass prison like a the merchant of death guy here. We'll see. We'll see if he gets back to work. Let's or play not. devil's advocate. For we'll see if he gets I'm gonna back play to devil's work. advocate. So, <laughs> how was he a terrorist? Did he physically kill people? He or did sold he just the, supply. He sub. It's basically it's similar to the movie. He supplied the weapons and and went off into the sunset and cashed his check. Right. So he he, he was he was a supplier, a distributor of weapons. Yes, but which, he didn't. But he never he, did it legally. There, I don't know if there's a legal way to traffic. Right. Or sell, but so he's a merchant of death and a terrorist who sold weapons to other countries and you know maybe other terrorists that needed them, but other countries who couldn't get it. Kind of like what's the difference between that and Smith and Wesson or Colt or whoever's making weapons and selling them to the militaries? Honestly, there's no difference. Taxes, I guess. There is then no. It, it, there's the US no didn't get their kickback. There's no difference. Yeah. Just I, saying. I'm not. I'm just. I, I'm not saying what he did was right, <laughs> but. If you break it down, if we simplify it, you know, if, we, if we're going to really well, the argument is if he didn't. The, the argument is if he did not sell said items to the enemy, then enemy of who? The French, or it'd be the French, it'd be right, the US. right, right. But so if he didn't sell it to them, those guys wouldn't have the weapons to kill the citizens or the military. So therefore, you circle back. It's his fault. So it's how is that different than any other? It's major not different. It, it's not power. It's not. I mean, if we're going to dive into that weed, it's definitely not. Everybody sells shit to everybody, legally, illegally. Yeah. Yeah, the game is never... <laughs> so, again, Smith & Wesson, Colt, these guys, just you know, just throwing names out there, you know, HK, whoever. Yeah. They can do it. Their weapons are sold to many nations which are friendly and even unfriendly to the U.S. or whoever because guess what? They're a business. But I'm yet they're not penalized. 
this guy did it, but no one got their tax kickbacks, I guess. So, you know, I'm, I'm assuming I, I was look, I know it was illegal. I'm not saying. But what's legal, though, in gun in gun sales? Ah, see uh, overseas. Exactly. What is what legal? is legal? You know what makes it legal? Someone getting their taxes. Someone getting their kickback. Yeah. Look, the minute you don't pay someone and that person's big enough to fucking make a stink about it or, 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 or uh, you know, basically capture you and, and, and penalize you for it, that's when it's wrong. Yep. And again, I'm not saying that this, this negates anything that I said about the trade between him and uh, fucking dumb cunt games or gr- whatever fucking name. Griner. Come on now. <laughs> I don't give a shit about her. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't. Okay, well, I I, I'll get blasted for it, but I don't care because I, I don't agree with the way she acted, what she did, and then all of a sudden she needed the U.S.'s help after publicly denouncing and saying all the shit that she said. So um, I believe we should have brought her back as, a, as she was still a U.S. citizen, but not at the cost of trading the Merchant of Death, who has all the connections in the world, don't think he doesn't, even though he was just behind bars. No, he does. To do whatever he has to do. And there's a possibility that now he'll be there, obligated or forced, to be helping the Russian government. Well, he's going he's gonna to do his job. He's of gonna, course he oh, is. He's going to do his fucking job, dude. But there's not so much, there's not so much more to say other than that. I, I honestly... I hope that cunt is extremely grateful and thankful. <laughs> I just and every hope. fucking day she should get on her fucking knee and bow her head to the American flag. I just that's ho- all I'm saying. I just hope that in the future we hire experienced traders from like the sports world or something. I fucking knew you were gonna say that because <laughs> they obviously can, can fleece a team better than the fucking. <laughs> we need Billy Bean. <laughs> we, I, yeah, I mean, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Something, Mr. I, Billy Bean, help the U.S., please. For God's <laughs> sakes, how many times are we gonna get fucking bent over every time we do a, a prison swap? I, I know. Anyway, I, I, it just, just, yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> I don't know. Taking, I don't know. You know, I have nothing more to say. You're right. Fuck yeah, it. I just hope she. Uh, we can we could kill this thing all day, and um, hopefully she changes her fucking whatever. She fucking so. Yeah, so moving on, I will not it it it's not lost on me that we haven't done this, but we we did tackle this phenomenon and it would hurt to remember. So, let's do another another of this great this great Great man. I'll tell you something. When I'm in London and I'm getting a haircut, I hire out the entire barbershop. I can't sit in that chair knowing the door's unlocked with a towel over my face knowing that someone can walk in that shop and f*** me or that one of the other people there want me dead. I can't do it. I buy the shop for an hour. It's supposed to be a 50-pound haircut. So here's a 1,000 pounds. Close the shop for an hour. Lock the door. Close the shutters. Cut my hair. And I leave. And I have two guards outside. This peace of mind is invaluable. It is truly what matters most. Yes, kids. That is the great Andrew Tate. I had to, I, I have to play at least one clip a day of his... Re, of his Whatever the fuck that was. The fucking guy's so into them himself that he literally <laughs> fucking thinks, he literally believes people are out to get him for what? What makes this motherfucker so valuable? He thinks he's a big shot? I buy the barbershop house so I can get a haircut. And I got guards outside protecting me from all evil because they are going to slice my throat because I happen to have a Bugatti. I don't fucking know, dude. Oh, that's right. The Bugatti. I drive a fucking Bugatti, motherfucker. Yeah, you know that's, that's that, basically it. So he buys the barbershop out. Yes. Motherfucker isn't worthy. You know, just buy the guy a Floby, like I said before. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers that. It's like a vacuum with the fucking uh, Yeah, and it has its own little, little container. Yeah. And just fucking cut your hair. Here, here's the thing that I I think is easier. I think it would make it easier on everybody if he just shaved his fucking head, because no one wants to really see him anyway. His head is shaved, but I mean, just keep it shaved. He's, I don't know see, what... See, how much I fucking pay attention to this guy. His head is shaved. What the fuck's he doing at the barber? I believe. Hold on, hold on. He I believe the bar. When we, we when we convened about nine, eight or nine days ago, I I showed you a picture and played this monstrous clip, and he was bald. He's still bald. You know what? That tells you how much he fucking. The only difference is the goatee and the back neck. He probably. Should Are you trying that. to fucking tell me I don't pay attention? Look, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. He's not memorable enough for me <laughs> to fucking even pay attention that deep. That's I think <laughs> you tried to show me the screen. I waved my hand like, yeah, whatever. Okay. So, but here's the thing. Just listening to him, 
He thinks he's a big shot. He thinks people are out to get him because he's someone important. I buy out the... Who, he thinks he's Al Capone? I buy out the barber shop because if I have a towel on my face, I don't know if someone's going to come and cut my throat. Really, fucker? You? Two guards? <laughs> you ain't got no two guards. Get, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. And there's, there's nothing... And if he's bald, do what I do, man. Blame. Shave your own fucking head. Pretty easy. <laughs> It's not like you have to pay attention to any fucking, you know, you're doing any lines. Yeah, there's no or, details or nothing. Yeah, you're not doing any, like, get out of here with this Honestly, guy. though, the easiest thing to do. The fucking guy's into himself for sure. For being a business savvy guy, the easiest thing to do. I wonder if he jerks have, off to himself in the mirror. He might. He might. Uh, you know, does he really, I think he, I think this motherfucker looks in the mirror and jerks off. It's possible. And records it. He records himself jerking off to see his reaction to his reaction in the mirror. I think that this, that's what he does. But I, I, the easiest thing for a business savvy guy to do would be to hire a barber and just have him show up. Stop giving him credit. At the house. You just said business savvy as if he was business savvy. I'm just saying, you if you're, I'm saying if you're a business savvy dude, you have the barber come to your house. You don't right. buy out a building for an hour. Here's what's savvy about his business. I'm just saying. He went to the zoo, seeing how much monkeys get attention by just jumping up and down and screaming. And that's all this fucking guy does. <laughs> that's it. It's very and guess possible. what? We as humans, unfortunately, will watch jumping monkeys. So, yeah, hey, and I'll, I'll give him that credit. How's that? I'll give him that credit. <laughs> it's very possible. Andrew Schiff, right? Is that his name? Tate. And, it's Andrew. Andrew Tate. Tate. What? <laughs> Fucking. Okay, Andrew. Okay. Andrew, All right. Andrew good. Tate. Okay. <laughs> I applaud you for being a jumping fucking monkey. <laughs> People are watching. All right, moving on. Fuck uh, him. Uh, no, I just thought I. You know, I think I think that'll be a. Just a segment in its own. Just one. A day. I think one we're gonna day. have to do this every week. <laughs> just Tate. I'll remember Tate. Now Tate. you're gonna make me remember him. I rem- I, no, I just he has some. He's a wacky dude. All right. So I buy out the barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Okay. Now the question of the day: Does money buy happiness? And um, I'm all philosophical, huh? Hey, you know what? I did. Because you demanded research, I gave you 29 statistical bullet points. Will we use them all? Are these 29 blue check verified facts? I don't tweet. Here's the thing. I don't Twitter. I don't fucking facebook right. I don't know any of this fucking shit. All right, fine, fine. I don't went so online. Just calm down. Calm I down. went online to nine websites talking about money and happiness and psychology and 29 Google approved results. Yes, the American Psychology Association Forbes uh CNBC for whatever that's worth, World Happiness Report and the Harvard Business Review. I went fucking deep because I felt the need, okay? Okay. And fair enough. There. So, I'm going to play you some famous people that uh, are these credentialed fav- famous people or hey, just famous uh, people? Bill Maher, for as unfunny as he is, he he's, talks about money. He's a pretty smart guy. I'll give him that yeah. one. And okay, Matthew, let's listen to Mr. Maher. And Matthew McConaughey. I guess a little clip about him talking he's about money. He's a pretty intelligent person, too. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to start with the greatness of Bill Maher. The great Bill Maher. The money is. That's another great thing about being this age. You cannot buy me. Right. Time is so much more important than money to me. To get me to do something, you could offer me millions of dollars to go to Dubai and do a show. No. Millions of dollars will not change my life. I'm a simple guy. Right. I, you know, people say, how'd you get enough money to buy into the Mets? I said... No wives, right. no alimony, no, no children, no, no, st- I'm no, not a, no car collecting, no, car collecting, <laughs> no jewelry, no bling, no hookers, no heroin, no gambling. <laughs> Just like what I like, weed, and people give me weed. I never have to buy weed. <laughs> so that's Bill Maher talking about how Money's not important. Money isn't important to him because for his happiness or just not important? I just heard he just said it wasn't important. It's just not important to him. Yeah. In other words, he's made enough fuck you money to where he can't be bribed, he can't well, be bought, it, he can't be whatever. And that's the key. And, and so are you going to play the McConaughey next or just we want to talk hey, about this one? Because hey, here's the thing. Hey. I have I one have, celebrity at a time. Oh, fucking excuse we were just, me. We were just on Bill and now you want me to play Matthew. I, I, I'm on Bill. Okay, so here's the fuck. Okay, fuck it then. Just Calm down. Here's the thing about Bill. Got nothing against him. Thinks he's a fairly smart guy. But the problem I have with these type of statements is they're usually said by people who already have enough money that they don't need to give a fuck about money. Basically. It's the same thing when with other celebrities when they talk about, you know, life and 
what to do to achieve chase the dream and all that and these are guys that have already been established and and they tell you how to like basically quit your job and go which, right which well, is not practical and and then to argue maybe from their point of view and if this is what they did go through and many have um sure you know they put their time in paid their dues and got where they were through years and years and years of work and it finally clicked and they're the, here they are now but it's it's very fine to me to hear that these type of statements are usually only made by those who already have the money yeah, and don't need to worry about the money. So I think it's like after they get the money, they have the stress, and they start really thinking about their life and going, you know, money doesn't matter. Well, yeah, let's say we cut your checks off, and every month you don't know how to pay your rent. You got to go live on the street. It doesn't matter then. But that's the thing. I don't even think half these guys pay their own bills. They pay a guy nah, to pay they have to. No, they pay a guy to oh, pay Oh, yeah, bills. but still they're paying. They're paying. Which means they're not... They're not physically seen. Well, I'm not going to speak to that, but they're still paying regardless. Just yeah, but if you're not seeing it, but if your pay, if your if your paycheck is suddenly gone tomorrow, like let's say Bill Maher is no longer no sponsorships, no show, no one gives a fuck about him anymore. I guarantee he's going to start caring about money again. Well, he has to at that. And then, as valuable as his time is. It's going to become real valuable because now he's got to put all his time into trying to make it back. Because he'll turn into a fucking whore and do a whole tour. Yep. Exactly. Same thing with any... Most musicians do that too. When they lose it all, they turn into whores and they fucking play everywhere. Classic rockers. (laughs) Okay. Man, I want to see fucking Slipknot when they get 80. I mean, will they be... will Will they wear the mask? Will they still be able to be like... Okay, here's the funny thing. Rolling Stones could be fucking 100 years old. They're still sell out, but will Slipknot? I don't know. Unless they do that kiss maneuver. And no offense to Slipknot, I'm a fan, but... But will they do the kiss maneuver think about the and unmask? Oh, well, that changes everything, taking the mask because, off? Yeah, because then fuck. you can... Wow. Well, because they have to wear the silly suit and jump around. That's different, though. The nature of the Slipknot music, like, could they keep doing that? Into the their speed and all that? No. Fuck no. Yeah. I don't... It's going to be really interesting once all everyone gets... Well, right now, what are they now? Further up, right? What are they now? Late forties or yeah, early probably 50s? somewhere in there. Yeah. Another ten years. I can't wait to see it. Be interesting. They're all in their, you know, <laughs> huh? Anyway, back back a to a sixty-five-year-old clown with the fucking. Look, I'm so crazy. I fucking dropped my bat. Someone. <laughs> the only one that would be able to maintain is Jay Weinberg because he's like twenty-eight. <laughs> well, yeah, by then. <laughs> It's like, fuck this shit. I can still go. What's wrong with you motherfuckers? I, can, I think Jim Root's like 55 or some shit. Yeah. Hey, like, again, I'm a fan. Just, you know, st- I just bring that up because, you know, since we're talking about money, it's something to think about the long term. Like, how long can you do something? You might want to think of an exit strategy or, yeah, you know, something else that you can do to, to make up for the losses that might be coming to you. I don't know. You don't want to be B.B. King, 90 years old, sitting in a chair, fucking strumming away. Yeah, but he played blues. I mean. But still. At some point. I think it is situational. It is. Is it? Yeah. yeah. There's some things where you can... Like, you could be a writer forever, right? If you're coherent... You well, can, yeah. You, you can, can write novels until you right. fall over. But you can't fucking break bricks for until you're 100. No. You have to somehow end it. Right. Yeah. Like, that's I, what I'm saying. It's situational, for sure. I can't do what I'm doing until I'm fucking 55. Yeah, I that hear be, what you're saying. That's not possible. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And for those who... You know, those of you that want to guess his So, again, Mr. Yeah. Mars is correct and incorrect because once he loses all of his income overnight, he will trade his valuable time into spending that time trying to get that money back so he could live the lifestyle he's accustomed to. Exactly. Next. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's that's Bill Maher's uh, magnificent take on it. Now, I'm going to go to a different celebrity. As I said, Matthew McConaughey. His his view on money is, is is very different. People always say like money doesn't make you happy, but it makes me very happy. I mean, I like to have money. Uh, I don't think it makes you happy. It look it takes money's money's good in that it t- if you have some, it can take away a lot of stress that a lot of people have that don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to be, say that I, I my rent's going to be paid. My kids are going to eat. Not everyone can say that. Um, after that, you know, you look at certain things you need, you look at certain things that are luxuries. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it, it buys you happiness, though. It can buy you access to things you may want. And then, like anybody, you also keep an eye on those things you want because more options don't always make you happier. And that's Matthew's idea. 
He's basically saying it doesn't make you happy, but it does solve problems. Well, it can help you solve a few financial problems. So I don't know about you, but I, I side with Matthew. Um, to what, what he's saying to me makes a hell of a lot more sense because he's correct. Access to money and having the money can relieve some factors of stress as in I can't pay my heat. I need food. I need um, you know proper shelter, gas to get to work, whatever it is. He's right. If you have the right amount of money to meet your basic needs, great. And anything above and beyond that, you're just basically have the opportunity to go, you know what? I want this. I'm going to buy it. I, yeah. I, you know, I want to I want to fly to the Bahamas for the for the month and you know, I want to stay there. I get where he's coming from and to me that makes a lot of sense cuz he's right. But it doesn't necessarily buy happiness. It could give you access to things that can lead to you being happy in the moment, but still But everything so, is moments though. It's not really long. Yeah, nothing's but, long term. Okay, so then th- where do we go from here? Are we going to start is it really about how money makes you happy or I mean should we be talking about well, well, what makes you a happy individual? How can you be happy as an individual regardless of your income? It's 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 kind of funny because if if there's a major stressor in your life, as in I don't have enough money to to eat, get to work, whatever, that then takes a lot of your happiness away because all you're thinking about is that negative, you know, force that is just hanging over you like this giant, you know, storm cloud. Yeah, but but here's. Here's in some interesting numbers. Um, Google verified facts. Anyway, according, you know, the Princeton study in 2010 found out that happiness and wealth correlate up to $75,000. After that, the correlation ceases. So if you make over 75,000, you're no longer your your happiness goes down. So I thought that was just different. It's just interesting because then, tw- when then they they have another one saying that it that an updated study in twenty twenty one, the happiness increases when you go beyond eighty thousand. So, it, well, first off, those numbers are pretty low. Okay, is it is that like standard numbering? Well, let's. Okay, so seventy five thousand may be more than most people make in a year across the country, but it's not it's not like we're saying three hundred, five hundred thousand a year, million dollars a year. I think that's pretty attainable for most people, you know, with schooling. A lot of it is opportunity, you know, time, place, all that. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get is well, it says happening and wealth correlated. Well, is wealth really seventy five thousand a year though? Well I always thought wealth could be not, I don't know. Is that is that seventy five like liquid or is it? Yeah, and then and then here's the other thing. So the twenty twenty one study shows that money increased happiness in individuals even after earning beyond eighty thousand. So these two things are very conflicting. Um, both are studies, and it's it, almost no, well. The study it, it, it's interesting is in two thousand ten, wealth and happiness was together, and then you go eleven years later. And you're happier beyond eighty thousand. So is that generational? Is that because the kids are well? Greedy? It says beyond eighty thousand, and then the other one says up to seventy five. So does right. that mean anyone making less than seventy five thousand was happy? As in, if they made only ten dollars a year, they're happy. It says up to. No, I got you. I'm just what I'm saying. And then after seventy five thousand, they're saying no one's happy anymore. Maybe. I need more info on that study. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting quote I pulled. Apparently, it no, it is. Sucks. It's just you know, if we break it down, it's like, well, it's like when you when you go to 2018, which is eight years later. Purdue runs a study, and they say if a year if you make a financial gain of ninety five thousand a year, you experience satisfaction in life. What I'm not what I'm what I'm getting at is, well, well when satisfied, they started this, then you sa- go a decade later or eight years later, yeah, and suddenly but, everybody's but, happier. Yeah, but here's the deal. That says satisfaction, not happiness. I'm like, just saying. Satisfaction could be an instant gratification of knowing, oh, shit, I just got a raise. Now I'm making 95000 a year. Or you so that's suddenly... Gotta be the, so that's the same with, if you have Yeah, or you suddenly hand. just got enough money to buy a house or um, a new car, whatever it was. But it's not necessarily saying that, you know, they experience more happiness, just said satisfaction. True. And satisfaction is pretty much 
you know, doesn't mean con- a, a continuous state of mind. It just means it's it's an instant gratification sort of deal, I think, maybe. I don't know. Probably. That's, that's the way I'm taking it. You know, you can disagree, but it doesn't, I, doesn't say happiness, though. There's a difference between happiness and satisfaction. I think if you have enough money. You can money, be a happy person, but unsatisfied in how you. You're acquiring the money or how you're using the money. Well. Let's say, let, let, let's say you're uh, you're painting a picture. You could be a happy person. You're like, hey, I like painting. You After you're painting, you're like unsatisfied with the results because maybe you realize you weren't as good of a painter as you are, but it doesn't mean you're not unhappy because then you go grab a fucking glass of wine and you're back to being happy and you're outside doing what you <laughs> want to do. So there's a difference between satisfaction in you know the work, your achievements, what you do, but it doesn't mean an unsatisfied person from time to time is an an unhappy individual you know happiness is a state of mind a per you, you know has right. to do with how you see the world and view it doesn't mean you aren't unsatisfied with something especially if you know you could do something better than you did so that that's interesting um it's more like hey i'm satisfied in how much i'm making a year but it doesn't say anything about whether or not they're really a happy individual well that's just, this one's even more interesting it's 500 dollars in cash on hand, like in your wallet, yeah, you're 15% more satisfied than those who don't have $500 in their wallet. Again, satisfied. I mean, I, I mean, hey, if I have no if 500 I, cash, walk around. I mean, here's 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 the here's the thing I did. I forgot where I got this from, so I was watching a uh, I was watching a documentary. I forgot who the individual was because it was years ago, but this stuck in my mind. He was someone that was successful, then lost everything, then got it back. So he said what he used to do to basically motivate him or cheer him up was he would take a $100 bill, fold it up, put it in his pocket, and he never spent it. Mm-hmm. Just one, he just said at any given time, you should have a $100 bill on you. So when you get into some shit, something happens, you reach back in and go, oh, shit. Because, listen, who in, in America, for example, you take a $100 bill, packs, oh, shit, I still have this, $100. Now you have to have the discipline not to spend it, but just to right. have that there just let you know Look, things ain't so bad. I got a hundred dollar bill on me. Also, a reminder of what you can achieve or what you had and what you can get back to. So, I think I think that's a really cool thing to do. And if you have five hundred dollars walk around money in your pocket, I mean, yeah, you know, you may feel it down. Then all of a sudden, oh, I forgot this was here. Shit, I got five hundred on me. All of a sudden, you know, brightens your mood a bit, right? Yeah. So I can get that. But the thing with the study is. You know, we're talking about money makes you happy, and these guys are saying, well, it makes you satisfied. It also depends on who the fuck we're talking to in the study. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean... But, I mean, if anyone had $500 walk around, you know, you just have in your pocket, yeah, of course you feel a little good about yourself, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, there, there's a, there's another stat saying if you make 105000 a decrease in their happiness level is witnessed. So the more, if you go beyond 95000 you become sad. So for whatever that's worth, kids. I'm, yeah, and... I mean... And here's the thing, it's it's more as if, you know, and that, and that could lead to different amounts, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. The more you have, the more you can buy, the more you can do, and it get, does get to a point where you're not paying attention, you're just spending. So, you know, living life, it, it all depends at the level that you're playing on the field, right? Yeah. You have a budget you got to stay in, you make 30000 a year, you know you have to stay in that budget and live that. You can increase the number to 200000 and still live check to check because, because you're just you don't know what you're blowing doing. that money. Yeah. And you look like you're this amazingly successful. I mean, you're successful in your career and the fact that you're making two hundred a year, but you're living check to check because you're blowing every bit of that as soon as you get it. And so you're stressing out about how to make that two hundred back as quick as you can before you get your bank fees, your, your fucking car probably, you, you know, they want to repo it. I mean... It's just levels. It's levels, okay? We're just moving the numbers up and down. Yeah. But, you know, most people create their own hell when it comes to money. They really do. Exactly. You know, once you have access, you start thinking, I always have access. Oh, I can do what I want because I make this much. But then at the end of the year, you're going... That shit can Holy disappear fuck, I made two hundred thousand a year, but I spent three hundred. Holy shit! But that shit can disappear tomorrow. Yeah, you well, can definitely. wreck your car, lose both legs, and suddenly you can't do anything. I mean, yeah. If you want to get that fucking grim, sure. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, I, what are you about the forty-four percent of those who earn lower incomes experience money problems in contrast to the seven percent of individuals who earn more than five hundred thousand. That to me is the dumbest fucking part of the study. Did they actually do a study? Did they really need a study for that? Who no, looked, I mean, it, I, and, and and here's the I'm thing. Who, did the, who did the study? Okay, 
I'm reading various studies. Let me see. So I'm not Let me go exactly. Down the page here. Here's Princeton. Here's Purdue. There's Gallup yeah, World yeah, Data. Forty-four yeah, yeah. um, percent of those earn lower incomes experience money problems. In contrast to seven percent of individuals. Oh wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there's some important numbers here. Okay, let's let's talk about that. Okay, kind of goes back to what I was saying. So the first part is stupid. Forty-four percent of those who earn lower incomes experience money problems. Well, so that means there's sixty-four that sixty-something percent that don't. Well, no. What I'm getting at is, okay, what's what's the threshold of a lower income? Okay, number they didn't state at what point, but of course, if you don't make a lot of money. You're going to have problems. Yeah, you're going to have problems. Because <laughs> guess what? Life's fucking expensive, especially these days, especially in America. You right. know, if if you're not making a lot of money, you're living in New York or San Francisco. I mean, forget about it. Fucking what? California. Yeah. Or even California in general. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Hole. Of course, Sorry. you're going to be a little. But here's the interesting thing about that statement or whatever this is. It says only 7% of individuals who earn more than 500 had no money problems. So there's 93% that uh, can't fucking handle their money. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Kind of goes back to what we were just talking about yeah, earlier. I just thought it was interesting stat to read. Yeah. I got the health health down here at this next page. Oh, man, health's a motherfucker. Healthcare oh. in general. Americans who earn... Okay, let's back that one up. I want to do this one real quick. <laughs> what bullet point did you get to here? Hold on. I'm going to go to 17. All right, yeah, let's jump ahead. Let's see what this says. 2% of adults plan to use their money time Use money time while 98% buy material. So 2% use it on time, 98% uh, buy material. I'm kind of not understanding that statement. I don't, I don't know. I pulled the bullet. I pulled that bullet point directly off the website. I don't know what that means. I just thought I'd throw it out there for, for humor's sake. I thought it was funny. You don't? Moving on. <laughs> no, it's not about being funny. I was or maybe 2% buy time. Yeah, or, or, or use it to improve the quality of their time while... 98%. Yeah, and you know, that is a problem in the USA. I mean... We do buy a lot of dumb How much shit, shit do we need? There's a... Doc- Think about it. There's there's people who have giant houses and still spend X amount of dollars every month on how many storage units just to hold shit they never look at. There's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people like that. There's a doc- the documentary on Netflix. It's um, It's about managing your money. And they have all these people that they select and they put money people with them and they teach them how to do it. There's a guy that was drafted. He's a football guy. And the minimum salary is 800000 So he was yeah. a rookie deal. It was about two, I think $4 million was the end of it, you know, total contract. This dude kept getting cut, but he kept buying shit. And he kept buying shit. And then he found out that he wasn't going to play due to injury. And now he got no money. He got like maybe... Who was that? Sounds very familiar. Like I think I've seen this. Uh, Detroit Lions, and then he ended up in Atlanta. Huh. Um, I know kids. We're supposed to know all these names. I fucking don't. We're uh, old. Give us a break. You know, shit. But I just remember, I just re- recall this because he, he's he got only a little bit of money left from his first contract. And he and this money guy is telling him, you know, you, you got this, this watch for, you know, a couple hundred thousand or whatever the fuck it was. He goes, if you had just taken that and just bought some stock right. in the S&P 500. Or rental properties, right? A couple y- duplexes, things like instead that. Instead of buying this fucking watch, you would have had yeah. almost a million dollars by now. Yeah. Just sitting there in case. But, you you know, obviously he didn't. And then it just, it's, it's an interesting documentary because then it shows his family that just can't buy a brick. And then they say, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know how to do this, this, and then this lady goes in and goes, how much is this, how much is this? And they've got shit in the house for the kids, toy after toy after toy, and and just item after item. Just And they start adding it up, and you're like, there's $1,000 here, there's $1,000 of useless shit over here, and you suddenly, re- and she suddenly realizes that she's two or $3,000 is sitting in her living room that could have gone to something important. Well, so it, and there's there's the other thing is that's the material why, the material well, thing is, is is pretty real in America. Yeah, and and I don't know if it's, I mean, why why do we as Americans or the majority of Americans think that we have to have so much shit? Like, is it because we're chasing happiness, or do we believe that's what we need to have to fit into society? I think it's both. I think we're trying to to fill voids. I mean, we all we we're all tr- kind of have our thing, but. There's hobbies. You can have hobbies. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I 
You can collect things. I'll I'll admit I'll blow money, but I'll blow money on what I want to blow it on. But here's the deal: I don't do it every day. For example, if I buy a new TV, I'll save up to drop thousands of dollars on the baddest TV I can get because in my mind, I'm not going to buy it for another seven to ten years. I'm going to use that and enjoy it. But there are people yeah. that are like every year they got to have something new. Oh wait, the new something else came out with this feature, and the new this came out with. You know that feature, but it starts when they're young. Because my, yeah. my 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 son has to have this this bike or this Jeep or this like he he, and it blows my mind. It's like why? Ask yourself: Do you need that? Do you absolutely need to be you know playing with the best video game system on the planet? Do you need to be doing this? And and the answer is no. But I want it. Well, yeah, I've heard that before. You know, it's like, it's like you just kind of sit there and shake your head. And it's like, I think not. I, well, some people are in a position where they're just, you know, unfortunately, skill level. Um, I'll just say it. Immigration status sometimes can limit things. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into why people are stuck in certain places in their life. Some of it's by choice. Maybe they had to take care of a, you know, a sick family member, which limited their time and that they can invest into their career. And down the road, they they find, man, I I'm I don't have enough cash, you know, to live for myself. There's always extenuating circumstances, but that's ten percent of the people. The other ninety percent are just fucking themselves, willingly, willingly. Yeah. And and I know most people, let's say eighty percent of those ninety percent, definitely have it brought up and shown to them that hey, you're you know you're uh you're definitely um, wasting money here and there. And they look at it and go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's okay. I'll fix it. I, yeah, it's good. You know, I got time. Yeah. And, you know, t- I'm just saying time goes by fast. So, you, you know, it's important for people to start really looking at where their hard-earned money is going and how they're spending it. And, and really what they're start thinking doing, about, yeah. Yeah, really start thinking about their long-term. Yeah, well, and this is, this, 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 I don't know if we've, we've solved the mystery, kids, but no. I don't think you're, there's ever a, a right answer to this. I just thought it, I just thought it was an interesting. I, I don't discussion. think money makes you happy. Um, I think I think money can. I think I agree with McConaughey. I think I think it'll. Money does allow you to relieve certain stress factors. You know, especially meeting your basic needs at a level that maybe that you want to be at. But just because you have money doesn't make you happy. I mean, well, th- th- this one here is kind of like. Um, 31%, if you struggle financially, 31% are more likely to experience stress, uh, you know, at any given day. Um, number, the next one, the risk of getting high blood pressure among happy people was 9% lower than unhappy people. Uh, 13 to 26% lower risk of cardiovascular if you are happy. Um after elimination of other risk factors of such as age, blood pressure, blood pressure, and cholesterol, it was found that happiness lowered the risk of heart developing heart disease by 22%. A review of 30 studies also revealed that happiness lowered the risk of death by heart disease by 11%. So, there's your uh, there's some of your health risks. So, if you're happier, you are essentially 26%. Or thereabouts of well, not having issues, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, but does happiness, I guess happiness and stress. It's really what define define what your happiness is, I guess. I don't know. But if you jump down, you know, if we talk about employment now, it says, you know, of every 10 employees, nine of them were ready to sacrifice a percentage of what they earn for the sake of getting greater meaning at work. Or workers indicated the willingness to forego twenty three percent of their true? lifetime earnings to find me. Yeah, people want to have meaning in life, dude. No, no, but but do, well, are, are, whoever uh, they talked to in the study said that they would do it. Meaning in life, yeah, no, no, but it says satisfaction at their work or meaning at their work. No, what I'm saying is people want meaning in their life of some kind. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I have never heard he has an just elderly me person fucking tell look. me to <laughs> fuck your money off because life gets better when you get older. <laughs> Everyone says invest in a retirement. Everyone says, you know, be careful what you spend on. Everyone that gets older tells me this. Well, I mean, true, but 
like I said, man, I I did some research. Those are your studies. You can disagree, agree. This is what I say. <laughs> I I don't think you should sacrifice your income for more meaning. I think you should just find a more meaningful job that pays you the income you're worth. Yeah, that makes How more about sense, that? How about make yourself valuable in the fields you want to get into? Put your time in there, invest in skills, put yourself out there, become a leader in your industry. And that will lead to you making the income you need as well as being happy. But don't 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 trade, you know, half of your income, for example, just so you can feel like you're having more meaning at flipping burgers, for example. Just so you can feel important. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's well, let's just let's just let's just say Look, money is important. Is it the only thing? No. But no. again, there are basic needs in life that need to be met. There's things that need to get paid for. Do you need the luxuries? You don't. But you do have to I think we all have a right to live at a certain level. And why not try to do that? Happiness is on you. The money won't make you happy, but if you're a miserable motherfucker, whether you have it or not, well, you need to find out what makes you miserable and you change yourself. Amen, kids. And with that, we're going to call this one done. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for playing. And uh, we will be back next time. See you. Like it. Share it. Subscribe to it. Later. Come with me.